The Drunken Glory is not a game. The Drunken Glory is here to stay. The Drunken Glory is actually called the Cup of the New Covenant in His blood. The Lord Jesus Christ. We call it the Sofs. We're the tribe of Christianity called the Drunken Glory Tribe. Actually, the throne room people. Been living in the throne room since 2009. Since they got baptized into the cloud of glory. Heard the audible voice of God. Open vision. He lowered his hookah hose right down in front of my face. And God said, This is the golden glory hose of your Father in heaven. You can toke this hose as much as you want and get as high as you want every day. The open vision closed as I grabbed the golden hookah like that and I inhaled. And I've been permanently intoxicated on the cloud of glory since that day. And I never gave up the ghost. I never backslid. Never got into religion. Never got gave up my glory to whatever stupidity that we've seen so many thousands of people backslide and bow to the demon, bow to intimidation, bow to fear of man. We kept marching forward triumphing because we've been going from glory to glory to that very point. So it's just the next step in salvation. That's why it couldn't be taken away from me. It was given to me by God the Father. Every single religious person on earth has tried to pull me out of the glory of God. Every single demon-possessed pastor, every single demon-possessed lying serpent minister of the gospel for profit, the hirelings, all these jealous demon-possessed people have tried to pull me out of the glory every single day since then. I tell you the truth. We started tremendously casting demons out of all of our friends at that time. That was April of 2008. Not 2009. It was April of 2008 because then right after that, that open vision with the golden hookah, the Florida outpouring broke out. Like within two weeks of that. And we went down the Florida outpouring and I was already permawacked. Went down there. Man, they persecuted us. Oh my goodness. It was tremendous hatred towards us that we incurred through those people down there. It was insane. I mean, the ones with the tags that were working there were the most hateful people we dealt with down there. People looking at us like we were demon-possessed because they'd never seen the glory of God in their entire Christian lives. We had a good time, though. Penny found out she had diabetes right then, and she nearly died, so Penny didn't have too much of a good time. But you enjoyed the Lord despite your body almost failing on you. That was the season when I first got drunk. But that's also the season where I was manifest, like, I was probably... My wife, Penny. Uh, crying, hyperventilating, and screaming every other day at Brandon. Because of demon possession. And so it's, it, it was definitely right? like... I mean, that wasn't just you. That was because yeah. of demons coming out of you. Yeah. People aren't familiar with this and, supernatural um, stuff. And so... You know, one day would be super drunk glory, but that takes you into higher levels of glory, and which has to burn off. And if it doesn't burn off, you just and weeping and gnashing of teeth. And is so I basically real. weep and gnash teeth, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, 
the faster you go into the Father, the faster your deliverance is and the more blatant they are. The thing and is, is you don't want to hold on to a religion. That, yeah. That's what's killed that's my wife for eight big years. Thing. It was it was definitely That's what's killed our viewers for eight years. Like it doesn't have to hurt. The thing that makes deliverance hurt is your pride and the things that you're actually holding on to. If you let go of them, then then, then they just let go. Um, the thing is, you, you come to a place in your walk in the Holy Ghost where you get over yourself. Where you get over your own stupid brain. Because that's called the flesh. The only flesh Matthew to Revelation ever talks about Jesus Christ dying at the place of the flesh. That's where he died. Do you even understand the New Testament? Paul talks about it constantly. John talks about every apostle and prophet in the New Testament. Talks about it. Because the only thing, Christians, that you have to overcome is your brains. It's not the flesh of your hands. It's not the flesh of your feet. Where was he crucified? Golgotha is Hebrew for skull. The place of the skull. He was crucified at Skull Hill, Jerusalem because the only thing holding you back from experiencing the full glory of the throne room of Almighty God is your brains. That's the only thing that's held people back. We've been doing this for 11 years full-time ministry, 9 years of broadcasting. I mean, we have gone through millions, 10 million in the last month, 10 million viewers in the last month since we blew $5,000 on Facebook ads in 115 nations. Best money ever spent. We have gone through everything that exists in this world. The only thing that has ever held any person back in any nation, tribe and tongue, is their own stinking thinking. Their own brain. And their brain lies to them and deceives them for the serpent is more cunning than any other beast in the garden. Always speaking into the flesh of the brain. The flesh of the brain. And that's how he leads and bewitches all of the Christians in the entire world to this moment. But I tell you the truth. I preach and I teach the crucifixion of Jesus Christ to death. He was crucified to death so that your brains would be completely shut off from the power of the Holy Ghost working in your spirit life. The only chance of winning in this world is the power of the Holy Ghost blazing through your hearts. As it's written, out of your heart, your mouth speaks. So the transfiguration of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is pulling your stinking brains into the tank of your Holy Ghost hearts in baptizing your brains in fire and glory. Then you're completely set free. And I walk this walk every day and I've discipled hundreds, hundreds, several hundred people, possibly even a thousand people. But of those that I know personally, we had 44 people just go through our house the last eight years in community living, sharing everything with everyone every day caring nothing about our lives, only about the life of Jesus. It's called being a real, true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ.
We have walked the walk. We talk the talk only because we walk the walk. We do. And I want every single one of my brothers and sisters in the world that loves Jesus to be made perfect. And that's why we're here. And that's why we broadcast. The seven spirits of God is, in fact, the Holy Spirit. The book of John, the Gospel of John, talks about the Holy Ghost a thousand times. But why does he not mention the Holy Ghost a single time in perhaps the most important book in the entire Bible, the book of Revelation, written by John on Patmos? What, did he just forget about the paraclete? Did he forget about the counselor, the faceless man, the Holy Ghost who wears your face? What, what happened, John? Did you backslide? Well, he couldn't have backslid because they just tried to kill him by boiling him in oil and he couldn't die. The flesh stayed on his bones so they just poured him out into the fiery coals and he just walked away. They tried chopping his head off and it bounced off because he was walking in the spirit so deep they couldn't kill him. It's called invincibility. Many saints have walked in it throughout church history. Their glory is so strong that you can't die. Bullets bounce off you. It's real. God's real. True story. Awesome stuff. But then he gets exiled to Patmos. Okay, it's not like it is today. Back then, there was no food and there was no water. So they thought maybe we can starve him to death. He was there three years with no food and no water. And he made it. True story. Exiled to Patmos, three years. Surrounded by salt water, not drinkable. There's no water on the island. There's no food on the island. You're sent there by the Roman Empire to starve to death and die because they couldn't figure out how to kill him. So he writes the book of Revelation. This is a man who knew the Holy Ghost as the seven spirits of God. For no human being can do that. <laughs> no warlock or witch or sorcerer. There isn't dark magic in Satan's hell. They can do stuff like that. And Satan can do some pretty crazy stuff. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. I've seen a lot of signs, wonders, miracles, and stuff from the demons and from the warlocks and from the witches and from all of that. Pregnant women, pregnant for 15 years in Africa by African voodoo. Witch doctors living underwater for six months, never having to come up to breathe. But they couldn't do the stuff John did because the seven spirits of God is way more powerful. True story. <laughs> we want to bring everyone into what's called the spirit world. And you can only win in the spirit world by the glory of Jesus. Because the demons and the devils want to kick you out of the spirit world because they want the spirit world because whoever controls the spirit world automatically controls the natural world. You live in a hologram. You live in a matrix of the spirit world. So there's lots of angels, good ones and bad ones, lots of demons, lots of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, all of that's written in the New Testament over and over and over again. The Apostle Paul in the New Covenant, way after Jesus Christ is dead, raised from the dead, overcome the world, flew up into the cloud, long gone, sent the Holy Ghost, now Book of Acts, right? We're the Church of Acts, we're the Bride of Acts, we're the man-child who acts in the Holy Spirit. And Paul's going around doing all kinds of mighty signs, miracles, and wonders, driving out demons everywhere. The works of hell were everywhere. In Acts chapter 14 it says, The gods have come down in the likeness of men. 
the Grecians proclaimed. And they had. Because Paul and Barnabas were gods. Of the God of gods. They were Yahweh's. And they knew who they were. And when they walked in that city, all the false gods of the fallen angels died. And there were earthquakes and riots. And the only thing that could turn the people against the true gods, born again of the God of gods, were the Judaizers, the religious. For there is not a demon in hell more evil than the religious demon. The great red dragon Lucifer, the fallen cherubim, is in, in fact the principality of religion. That is what has plagued America. That is what has plagued the Christian church. Almost no one has broken through that canopy of the great red dragon until now. Now the whole matrix of religion, the whole matrix of darkness, the whole matrix of bewitchment is coming crumbling down. Because when you overcome the religion of the dragon, you overcome the world. It is for freedom He set you free. For the truth is, there is not one drop of religion in the man Christ Jesus. He is the antithesis of religious activity. He is the antithesis of bondage. He is the antithesis of legalism. He is the antithesis of accusation. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is closer than a brother. And He has loved you so perfectly through all the hells we've had to walk through, every one of us. And through our bloodlines, through our dads and moms and grandpas and grandpas, all the way back to Adam and Eve, we have been through the valley of the shadow of death in this fallen world. But God the Father says, you have broken through to the other side, and it is a permanent breakthrough. It is the breaking of the mighty waters, the floods of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ are here in the seven spirits of God. And they will never go away. They will never leave. This is permanent revival. Every day now will be the best day of your life. The worst is behind you and the best is yet to come. And it's based on the power of an invincible life. This is not based on happenings. This is not based on blessings and feeling good and how can I conjure up that happy sensation that I had the other day. This is based on Jesus Christ, the anchor of our souls. That's why we're so consistent. I've been doing this every day, weekly, for nine years. So consistent. Not because I'm consistent. It's because my God's consistent and I have an anchor for my soul to the throne of the living God in heaven. And we've weathered every storm that Satan's thrown at us. I mean, literally, hundreds of storms. And it has destroyed all our flocks, all of our viewers, over and over and over again. Until everything that can be shaken has already been shaken. And that's a fact. So now, 
we have permanent breakthrough in the high place over the entire world in the throne of Jesus Christ. And all of our people will be mightily blessed. He will shower you with blessings. As it's written in the prophet Ezekiel, I will send down showers in season. There shall be showers of blessings. This is the time of the showers and the floods of the blessings of God the Father. For nothing brings Him more happiness than giving you every perfect gift. Anything to cause you to rejoice. We serve a very, very happy God. Jesus endured the cross, scorning the shame for the joy that was set before Him. Amen? For the joy. It's all for joy. Joy is the very presence of the kingdom. Without joy, in their mind and on their faces and laughter, it's certain evidence that a person has not even, in fact, entered the kingdom. Without joy and laughter and a glorified personality that's fun to be around, that person doesn't know the Father at all! They know Lucifer as a religious taskmaster, beating them up, do's and don'ts, here a little, there a little. Slavery is what almost every single Christian knows right now in the entire world. Slavery and not freedom. Because almost all Christians in the entire world are still slaves to the great red dragon. And this great awakening and this great harvest is all of the Christians in the entire world overcoming the mind of the dragon, the religious principality of Lucifer, and living in the glory of God en masse. And there will be millions who get the breakthrough now. Millions of overcomers. Every overcomer of Revelation 2 and 3 will overcome now by the seven spirits of God who works mightily in your hearts and minds. And as they overcome, they'll join the party of the overcomers called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. And it'll be the greatest party of all time. It'll be a party that never ends. It'll be a party of compassion and holiness. Everyone healed. Everyone blessed. No lack. No demons. No devils. Nothing unclean. Just the highway of holiness. And we will all live in heaven on earth. I tell you the truth by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ. We could use your financial support because most of our viewers are so demon-possessed that they can't even donate. So please donate at redlettermen.com because we're doing a great work in the whole world, trying to raise at least $300 a day, and we blow it all on missions and sending this video out into every nation. Got a letter from a dude in the Congo. We have internet revival going on in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. He's sharing our stuff with everyone in the Congo. We need this to go viral in every nation, tribe, and tongue. This is the message of the sons of God and the priesthood of Melchizedek. With your support, we can reach the whole world. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.